This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We've all heard uh, the stories recently about staffing challenges in our healthcare system, right? I mean, how could you not? They're happening all the time and more and more and more facilities are dealing with them and having to reduce their hours and close things down. I mean, and there's a long list in Alberta, but it's not just Alberta. It's happening all over the country. We're seeing this, right? Um, hours, re- I mean, s- surgeries canceled in some cases, Toronto General. So, I mean, all kinds of problems. It's national in scope and they're being told in every province in the country, but It's really, really hard to get a simple answer. And we try as to what happened. Where did they go? What are the shortages? What are we missing? What do we need? There's a lot of blind spots in the reporting and the data around this. And to help us understand that and maybe make things better, we have Dr. Ivy Bourgeau joining us, a research chair in gender diversity and the professions at the University of Ottawa and the lead of the Canadian Health Workforce Network, a research group that is studying health Human Resources. Dr. Bourgeau, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for the invitation. So, yeah, when we talk about sort of tracking this, we know it's a massive problem from coast to coast to coast right now in our country, but we don't really have an effective way of tracking exactly what's going on, do we? Yeah, there's absolutely some... Uh, inc- Uh-oh, having some trouble with... Oh, that sounds like you're back now. I'm sorry, Doc, you, you broke up for a minute yeah. there. Sorry, we had no idea how many personal support workers uh, there were in the system. So there's there are many different um, points of knowledge that we know very little about, about our health workforce, which is one of the top 10 sectors where people work. And so um, it's problematic. Um, what do we have in place? Like, how is this tracked? Is it, is, are there attempts that are even made to this? I mean, how, what do we base our assumptions on now? What is in place? Okay, so we do have some data, and we should do a better job at utilizing those data to better plan, to understand, you know, how many how many uh, different types of health workers we need in different sectors, long-term care, home and community care, primary care, and, you know, in ERs. So, uh, so we do have some data. They may not be the best, but we should utilize the, those the best that we can. And we haven't been doing that. We haven't been uh, we haven't been planning, utilizing those data, and bringing together all of the different stakeholders, all of the different workers that are involved, the educators, those who regulate, um, the the workers like licensing them, uh, the unions, the employers. You know, you want to bring people together yeah. to kind of say, okay, how do we best, you know, approach planning. Yeah, and like you say, I mean, developing a plan, coming up with a plan to address the problems is really difficult when you can't quantify the shortcomings. You don't really have a starting point, right? Absolutely. So you need a baseline to yeah. kind of know where you where you need to go from. So we hear all this talk from different um, levels of government, primarily the provinces at this point with plans to um, fast track um, foreign workers who might have qualifications that we haven't recognized before to speed up that, to increase the number of nursing um, education spots and, and things like that. So we're, we're hearing all these plans. And the, the question I have is if we don't really know 
um, what some of the shortcomings are and where some of the, the, the bottlenecks are. How can we go about with these plans to fix them if we don't know? I mean, are, are we perhaps heading off in the wrong direction, Doctor? Well, this is a what we call a wicked problem. It's complex. It has multiple layers. And so I think that we have, you know, clear indications from those on the front line that we have shortages yeah. and that we need to increase um, the numbers because the workloads are excessive. So, um, I mean, we don't need a mathematical model to tell us that. Um, so we can, we can, you know, chew gum and, uh, and rub our tummy at the same time. So we can increase uh, the number of states that we need to recruit. But at the same time, we need to absolutely retain the workers that we have. Yeah. So we have to do that. And so we need to bring back people who have just left, including uh, integrating internationally educated health professionals. So that's, you know, an important uh, pipeline into professions. But there are multiple pipelines that we need to figure out what are the incentives, what are the barriers to them coming into, into practice. And we have to do something more than just increase seats in nursing schools because that's a long-term strategy. And we can't bring people into a system that's bleeding them out, right? That's the equivalent of, you know, giving somebody a blood transfusion and not dealing with the gaping wound. You know, that's, um, so we, we have to attend to this on a systemic basis. So we need to act um, in regards to this shortage. But in the meantime, we need to be much more proactive. So the best time to have planned was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. Let's get started with the plan. Let's utilize the data that we have. Let's move towards improving those data and put those into decision support tools for a variety of different stakeholders that have to make a variety of different decisions along the pathway to increase the complement of workers that we have and to support them in the work that they do. Doctor, I... I, I I am so happy to hear you say that because we've been talking about this a lot and it and, and we've all come to the conclusion, uh, myself and the audience, that you know what, the government will just stand up and throw more money at it and say, okay, we solved the problem, we threw more money at it without actually addressing the things that will make a difference. I mean, uh, like you say, let's get started now. The information that you have, you're continuing to gather it. What, what's the hope? How, how would you like to see the work that you're doing implemented and has there been progress in that direction yet? Well, we are partnering with different organizations to create what we call sort of a minimum data standard. So this is like the data that we need in order to implement plans. And it needs to be standardized. So it means, mean, means that we need to have uh, the same type of data on nurses, on psychologists, on midwives, on doctors, on personal support workers, the whole gamut. We need to have standardized data because people work together in sectors. So this minimum data standard is what we're working on. What would be really helpful, because the data that are used for planning, the best data to be used for planning is that which is collected by um, registrars or regulatory mm -hmm. authorities in the provinces and territories. If everybody decided, yay, that's a good idea, we're going to adopt this minimum data standard, and that would really accelerate our ability to plan. So utilize the data that we have, move towards um, adopting uh, a much more standardized data approach, and, you know, Bob's your uncle, we're going to be doing much better planning as they do in other countries. Dr. Bourgeau, I, I wish you every success in the world with this work. It seems absolutely no-brainer to me and so essential. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for the opportunity to, to talk about this. Yeah, you bet. That is um, Dr. Ivy Bourgeau, a research chair in gender diversity and professions at the University of Ottawa and the lead of the Canadian Health Workforce Network, a research group that studies 
health and human resources. I mean, you know, we were talking about this last week, uh, the, the whole healthcare situation. And, you know, and I think we came to an agreement, a lot of us, that, you know what, we've been talking about this for a whole long time, years, decades, we've been talking about this, right? Healthcare sucks, healthcare sucks, healthcare's in crisis, on and on it goes. And the government stands up and says, okay, well, we're going to spend more money. We're going to increase the budget. And you know what? Nothing gets better down. We're probably in a situation now where it's as bad as it ever been. I don't know. I mean, we now have 30, more than 30 communities in the province of Alberta that have had to see their health care services reduced because of staffing shortages. 